We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The General Assembly is in session. They're in their short session of 46 days. And we are so fortunate to have joining us today, knowing how busy it is right now in the General Assembly, Delegate Phil Scott from the 88th District in Spotsylvania. Good morning, Delegate Scott. Good morning. How are you today? I'm great, thank you. So I saw that you introduced House Bill 1863, which essentially is a bill to eliminate the income tax in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Talk about that bill and where you see that going. All right. Um, so, uh, as many of you know, true conservatives, you know, we want to lower taxes. We want to eliminate taxes. And one thing that I campaigned heavily on was, you know, trying to find ways to reduce the tax burden on Virginians. And that's what this bill is. There's a lot of other states that have no income tax or have reduced it drastically. And as a result of that, their economy has grown. And so, that's the purpose of this bill is to start a conversation and say, I'm not going anywhere. Um, my new district, the, the 63rd district is a, is a pretty conservative district. And so I'm telling everybody here, the general assembly here in Richmond, I'm not going anywhere for a while. And this is on my priority list. And so you can expect that this will keep coming back until we get this taken care of. I already started having some really great conversations with uh, leadership uh, committee chairs have a meeting set up next for early next week or working on getting a meeting set up early next week with the governor's policy team to really hash out the the finer details of getting something like this fully implemented in Virginia. So the proposal begins that the reduction begins January 1st of 2025 and it's kind of reduced by 1.15% each year, etc. And then to offset that, the proposal at least in this bill is to increase the sales and use tax rate to 5.3% beginning July 1st, 2024, increase it 1% each year until 9.3% beginning July 1st of 2028, also increasing the motor vehicle sales tax and some other taxes. Where did you come up with those numbers to determine that that would be an appropriate offset to make sure that we can balance the budget? So that was not me. That was... uh uh, the DLS staff that came up with those offset numbers. And what I do not like about the bill is that it is a dollar for dollar offset. So every dollar of income tax, the, uh, the staff allocated a dollar of, of some sort of consumption tax. I want to reduce taxes. I don't want to just shift one tax from one area to another. Um, you know, there's a lot of families that because of their income, they're not paying taxes. And so that's an area that needs to be addressed. Uh, there's a lot of retired folks that don't have to pay taxes um, and so we need to make sure that we are figuring out a way to uh, help those folks out as well. And this bill doesn't have that. We submitted this bill early on um, for the, when we could do pre-filing. And it took the, the policy team a really long time to draft this bill. And it wasn't even ready to be filed until like Monday morning. And so we didn't have a chance to really get in and fix anything with a redraft because the, our filing deadline was Wednesday at 10 o'clock. And so we just had to get it in get the conversation started, and really start moving. Um, But one thing about this, like I said, it is a dollar-for-dollar transfer, and so there is room to cut taxes even with this bill. And so 
if it turns into a study bill, which is most likely that it'll become a, a study bill to really look at the way that this can be implemented here in Virginia um, with the governor's support, then we can look for ways to cut taxes as we make that transition. We're talking to Delegate Phil Scott from the Spotsylvania District, Republican from Spotsylvania. So uh, Governor Youngkin is proposing $1 billion in tax relief, uh, but adding yes. $427 billion, um, million for education and $230 million for behavior health programs. Where do you see that? Where, how do you see all that playing out in this short session? Um, uh, to be honest, like we had a record surplus, right? We're like $2 billion surplus. And so we are already sitting good and we have a, a good plan to have a rainy day fund. We have a good plan to make sure that we are providing for a good education system here in Virginia and also giving money back to uh, the Virginians that have been overtaxed. And so I think the governor's plan is a very good plan um, in a way that can kind of help where we need. But I'm not a fan of just throwing money at problems. I want to I want to find real solutions. Um, and finding real solutions involves getting quality people into, into seats. And so not, not all the time does that mean just throwing money at a problem, but we need to come up with some really good comprehensive plans. And I think the governor has that as well um, with his workforce development plan and some of the other things that he has going on as well. What realistically do you think can get done in this short time, these short 46 days? I know that there's meetings, meetings, committees, bills passing, bills coming in, bills coming out. What realistically do you think can be accomplished? And again, you've got a divided, you know, Democrat Senate, Democrat Senate, Republican House. What do you think realistically can be accomplished in this session? I think it would be a lot of uh, things that really have little to no impact on the day to day life of the average Virginian. Um, last year, I had a bill that would allow the transfer of disabled veteran tax to the surviving spouse. Um, this year, I have a bill very similar to that, that's just the uh, veteran tax to be transferred to a surviving spouse. And it's going to be bills like that that are going to make their way through. The, it's bills like that that made their way through last year. So what do you think is the likelihood, I guess, I mean, because I've personally been impacted by the mental health challenges of our youth with some close people of mine that have uh, suffered child die by suicide because of the mental health crisis we have currently with our youth. And what do you think is the, what is, is it realistic that we will get more money, more funding for mental health in Virginia? I mean, this has been, we've been talking about this for years and years and years about the lack of access to mental health care. And that does impact the average Virginian all the time. And it seems to be getting worse and worse what realistically can yeah. get done to get more funding, get more services for people that we need that. So I, I know that funding um, the governor has allocated. Um, I, I'd have to pull up the numbers. I don't have them in front of me right now. I'm going to go into a committee meeting, um, but I know that he had allocated a quite a bit amount of money for mental health services. And then I am also carrying a, a licensed professional counselor compact bill in the house and Senator Hashmi is carrying the Senate companion to that. And so we're hoping that we can get something like that pushed through this year. Um, uh, Senate Democrats killed the bill last year. Senator Hashmi carried it last year, and they, they wanted to turn it into a study bill, even though the study had already been done, that this would be a good thing for Virginia. And what does and that so, bill do? Just tell us real quick what that does, the, yeah, the bill you just so talked it, about. So any type of licensure compact, any state that is part of that compact, means that they will guarantee reciprocity for licensing in that specific area. So for this licensed professional counselor compact, any state that's part of that compact will recognize a licensed professional counselor from every other state that's part of that compact. 
And so what that means is if there's, and I think there's like 16 states that already have adopted this compact, and there's about a half a dozen more, including Virginia, that have it on the docket to be heard this year. And so that, that can mean like 20 states where licensed professional counselors can travel from state to state, practice, fully practice, and provide mental health services to those who really need it. So kind of like a reciprocity of licensure. Exactly. Exactly. So, for any state that that's part of the compact. Yep. Because, of course, one of the issues that we face in Virginia is the fact that we are lacking in not just providers, but also in mental health uh, facilities where people can mm-hmm. be, you know, I hear stories of police officers arresting, putting people on one of those three-day mental health, what are they called, TDARDOs or whatever they're called, and they'll yep. have them like... Yep. Hand, handcuffed to a hospital bed for three days because they don't have any place to put them, and then they just leave. Yep. And it's just such a terrible lack of resources. Is there any bill in place to talk about that issue that you're aware of for not just what you've described, which is providers, which is an absolutely necessary thing, but also for facilities? Yeah, and so the, the provider element is also connected with that facility right. um, issue as well because if you don't have the providers, it doesn't matter if you have all the facilities in the world. And so, and I do know there's a, I think there's another senator, and I don't, again, I don't have the information right in front of me, um, and I believe there's a delegate that's carrying bills to address that issue um, and, and to provide more funding for those areas of concern. I, I want to say Delegate Durant is carrying something like that, but don't okay. hold me tonight. Again, I don't have a list in front of me. Well, I know there's a lot going on, Delegate Phil Scott, and you were about to go into a committee meeting probably at 7.30. So I thank you for joining us this morning. Delegate Phil Scott, Republican from Spotsylvania, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.